Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fresh Slate Podcast, where we discuss all things spirituality, self-development, and stuff. stuff. <laughs> I'm Tyrese, and I'm Meg, and here today with us we have our friend Luke. Hello, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. It's so like now Luke. that we're now that we're finally getting kind of back back into the swing of things, we're gonna come back with goals. Um, mm-hmm. So our goal from a couple episodes ago, my goal from a couple episodes ago, was intentional consumption. And I'd like to talk about how that went, because it went for about three days, and then <laughs> I didn't do it anymore. Because I felt like Can my brain... That, yeah. For people? Oh, so intentional consumption consuming is like consuming what? information. I was working on consuming information more intentionally, so not like just scrolling through Twitter mm-hmm. absentmindedly or watching shows just mm-hmm. to let my brain no. melt for a couple minutes, yeah. you know? So I was really working on trying to be productive at all moments, like in some aspect. Yeah. Um, and I realized after about the third day, I was just so mentally exhausted. Your head gets mm-hmm. so full because mm-hmm. we're not used to it. And so I think uh, looking back on it, it's more of a long-term goal for me is Definitely. to consume more intentionally. So it didn't go well, but that doesn't mean I'm going to stop trying. Yeah, I think digital mil- minimalism is like a journey because we've oh, become yeah. so addicted. And two, like it's just so much easier to pacify different feelings and thoughts that come up. Oh, totally. True that. Um, And so, um, my goal for this week is to be more okay with the idea of not being okay. Which sounds a little confusing, but I literally, I I literally just got a text from my friend, and she's like, "Hey, just so you know, it's okay if everything's going well externally and not internally. Mm. Like, I just hope you know that." And that's when it clicked in my brain that that's Mm -hmm. something that I need to work on. Is like, you had a bad day. Okay, well, you're having a bad day. Let's. And you can feel neutral about it. it. Exactly. That's awesome. So, yeah. That was a long time, but that's what I have, so. Perfect. Okay. Um, last time I said my, well, it's a month goal, but I was just talking about no by November, which was really easy, honestly, because I lost my wallet. And I told my brother about it because like two days, two days after I made this goal and I was very intentional about it, you know, like journaling how I was going to do well and like not trying to come from a place of like lack, like I'm so poor, you know, when people just go around like I'm broke, I can't afford it. I didn't want to like take it from that angle because I knew that would be like worse, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, I'm saving whatever. Um, (laughs) and then the universe made me lose my wallet. Um, and <laughs> right. I just got my Jeez, credit card right. last night, so, yeah, and so that made it really easy, and I'm going well with that, so I'm going to bring up a new goal. Um, this was kind of my goal last week, but basically just, I had a rough last two weeks, last three weeks. Same. Basically since the beginning of November, yeah. everything has mm-hmm. gone downhill. <laughs> um, my living situation has <laughs> fell apart, my mental health fell apart. Everything went to shit, but now my new goal is just like scripting and using the law of attraction more and just like meditating, just like self-care, I guess, which is good because we're talking about that this week and just doing whatever feels good for me that day. Like it doesn't have to be every day I do this strict like ritual, but just it's been helping. So I'm going to continue it. That's good. Next week. That's good. All right, Luke, do you have a goal? I do have a goal. I I've also had a interesting couple of weeks these past few weeks and I've been struggling with a lot of anger just not necessarily it's anger and like annoyance in the sense of 
I'm allowing external factors to influence my internal mm-hmm. self mm-hmm. to the point where it's completely unnecessary and it's it should be very easy for me to block it out. Uh, but since I have a lot of I have a lot of struggle as of late um, expressing like sadness and happiness. The one thing that my brain inevitably results to is anger. So I want to um, get back more into meditating because uh, I was doing that for a long time. That really helped my mental state. And just even if it's just five minutes, yeah. whatever it might be, even 10 minutes as much mm-hmm. as I can afford uh, just to allow myself to acknowledge what I'm feeling. Don't yeah. dismiss it. Don't like put it in the back burner or whatever right. it might be. Acknowledge it see it see it for what it is and then continue to move forward and not dwell not like cling on to it and make it mm-hmm. this giant enormous like hullabaloo for no reason so i'm gonna True. work on that we actually talked about anger briefly last week yeah we did so if you guys haven't listened to that episode go ahead and do that mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's super good i feel that yeah it's yeah. so that you're aware yeah. and like yeah and honestly meditation helps so much so it does yeah that's awesome so our topic this week is going to be self-care and um, self-love self- like through that yes yeah. yep so uh luke if you want to get us started here <laughs> okay self-care is a very complex topic especially implementing said topic into your life Uh, I feel as though most people around us uh, are very in tune in what they're feeling. They can identify their issues. They can see where exactly they're going wrong, Mm -hmm. whether it's on their internal scale or if it's an external factor. But we have a a very, very rough time uh, implementing. Putting it to work. 1,000%. Putting it to action. uh, And on a consistent basis at that. Uh, there's a lot of things with self-care where it is a routine basis, in my opinion, where if you continue to, uh, do things that help you, even if it's the slightest thing on a daily basis, your quality of life will improve over time. Yeah. Self-care isn't something like we can't go on YouTube and be like, oh my God, how do I love myself? Because then they're right. just like, light a candle, buy a donut. Yeah, and you're like, like, dang. Do a face mask. They're like, like shoot. <laughs> Wait. I had a thought and it just left me. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> I don't know. No, I that's something that I've been recognizing in myself is that I do, do I do really well with things for like yeah. two weeks oh. and then I set it aside and I just don't think about it. That's how I feel about tarot sometimes. Sometimes oh, I just. Yeah set it aside and don't think about it even though I love it so much mm-hmm. it's like it was there for me for those two weeks and then now I have other things to do and so like that's something that I would like to work on but I just I'm just not sure how yeah what I've been realizing about myself similar to that is I feel like I almost have a subconscious cap level on how much like bliss how much joy I can have yeah. so like once for it, sure like let's say I'm like practicing yoga really consistently like meditating journaling doing all these things that help me a lot for like my self-care routine I'll get to a point where I'm like living my best life, like feeling good, like everything's great. And I just kind of forget that I need that. Even if I'm not like at my best self, like I'm just like feeling good, like stable. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, I don't need that. And then I fall into like a rut again. And then I start again. So it's like this whole cycle. So then I stop doing the self-care thing. Like it's very much. Well, I think some like part of our nature as humans is that um, we are afraid of losing things. And so yeah. when we're constantly doing things for ourselves, we're going to be, af- we're afraid that it this thing selfish. is not going to feel as good if we keep doing it. Like, you yeah. know, if you practice yoga every day, 
your joy. As if gonna... you want to save it for like. Exactly. More... I find myself oh, doing like I have face masks in my in my. I like them. I, I know, really I like them. But I you know? say like once a week is. Nice. See, I have them in my um in my cabinet. Yeah. And they've been there since the beginning of the school year because I'm like I'm gonna save them for a for time when, when I really, really sad need it. Or yeah, but then I it's like well I bought them why haven't I used them yet you know. Yeah. So I and think we're like, just so. It's like you don't allow yourself that bliss. Like you don't allow yourself. Because to have that. because, um, a saying that goes around in our society is like happiness is fleeting. Like mm-hmm. everything good is gonna be gone. You know, like you were just talking about how. Which isn't um, necessarily true. No, it isn't. But you were just talking about like the fear of death. Like oh, as we get older, we're gonna die, and everything we love is gonna slowly, um, be gone. Slowly fade away into nothingness, you know. And, yeah. Sorry, that was really no. Handy. But but that's kind of like how I think of treating myself. I'm like, yeah. oh, if I'm always in the practice room writing songs, then I'm never, not I'm not gonna enjoy it anymore. Well, I think th- I see th- that. there are two concepts that are very hard as younger people, especially in the world that we live in, when everything is accessible, you can get to it immediately, and you have everything mm-hmm. on your phone, whatever or whatever it might be. True. It's patience. And balance. We are not patient with ourselves and or mm. the world around us. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't give ourselves the time of day to like process, ac- actually process and like figure out what's going on and how to improve it. Mm-hmm. We'd because rather just, life and everything is moving exactly. so quickly. You get you get that, caught up with your friends, you get caught up with true. school, you get caught up with all these external things so that we net we never give ourselves the time of day to figure out what to do or to do what we need to do once we figure that out. Exactly. In addition to that, when it comes to like finding something new, finding something that really just makes you happy, we have a, I at least have an issue of obsessing over it where I cling onto it so much that that's all I want to do. That's all I'm thinking mm-hmm. about for two weeks. And then once that, once it's, it's lift on out, we're done. Okay. We're so you're adding mm-hmm. me right now with the new <laughs> Pokemon game. Okay. I haven't stopped playing <laughs> in like, I've, Clocked in 20 hours, 20 hours over the past three days, and I'm not going to stop until it's done. It's a serve. I mean, they... they That's the thing, you're not going to stop thinking about it until you've, like, won or whatever. Yeah, but it's it's that the society that we live in just feeds off of that. They feed off of the obsession once we get that one new thing, and it's typically an external thing. We We don't balance our life around certain things that can actually benefit us. We'll yeah. like spend a minute, like a time doing like meditating, and then we'll just be like, Meh, and then it falls off. Yeah. Journaling, Meh, falls off. Reading, oh my god, exercising. I feel things. like I need to listen more than I talk for this episode because <laughs> this is all me, dude. Yeah, same. things that like they're one hundred percent in your own control. It is your decision to yeah. pick up this book and open her up and continue reading. It is your decision yeah. to get off your butt out of bed at me. Uh, and go to the gym. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's the it's the smaller things where you have the power, you have the control. We just think that we don't. We think yeah. that we allow these these emotions and these moods to just sway our thinking and sway us into a different direction, into a completely negative atmosphere. And once you pigeonhole yourself into that rut, yeah, it is so hard to that just claw makes... your way on out of there. You're it's telling me. Like, <laughs> I'm like gonna cry. I'm so busy. And like, Honestly, yeah, my journaling goes from April yeah. to August, girl, to Bruh. November, 
And then I'm like, I'll like put it near my bed so that I know like you yeah. need to sit down and do this. And then I don't do it. I think that's I a huge it. thing though. I love that Luke said like taking the power back, like taking the control back. To, like what I've been telling myself lately is just like time is relative. Like I literally have time for everything and anything. That is like, so true. Re-saying that in my brain, like not saying like I don't have time for this, I don't have time for this. I will make time for it if I care enough. That is exactly I had that because thought I last not. week. Yeah. My friend, I was talking to my friend. I was like, "Yeah, I just can't make any music," and she, because I don't have the time. And she was like, but then, so "Why don't you have the time?" Yeah. And she said, "I said, you know what? You're right. I have to make time. I stayed yeah. up all night, finished an entire song, yeah. and now it's coming out in two weeks. You know." Love that. And it's like we're all busy, but like I'm just saying that mindset shift has helped. You can, yeah, you can do it. Yeah. The one I, I will say, the one thing that's, oh my god. So hard on this one. <laughs> um, like the one thing when it comes to self care is that we like you sit, you ponder, you think like, oh my god, there's this, so many different things that I can do and implement them. I want to do all of them right now. Yeah, you just that can't. does not no. work. It you does not can't. work. You need to slowly implement them. Exactly. Once, once you've mastered one thing, not even mastered, just implement one thing into your daily and routine. And let it like sink in. Let it sink in. It. You get used to it. It becomes it's it's a force. Because meditation the first time is not easy. Journaling the first time not easy. No, exactly. Yoga the first time not easy. Exactly. And when or you even try the first and month or year. Yeah. All isn't of it, it isn't it? It takes about twenty days to form a habit. Twenty one days to form yeah. a habit. So if you can keep something going for three weeks, chances are it's going to stick with you. And if it yeah. doesn't, then it's not something that you're meant to keep doing. That's fair. And if you throw in every single thing that you want to do at the exact same time, it's only going to come. Exactly. I've tried that way too many times. Me too. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to read this morning, I'm going to eat breakfast, and then I'm going to go to the gym, and I'm going to get up early, and then I do all of it, like, on one day, and then the next day, I'm like, just like... No, I'll make, like, a 10-row habit tracker, and it's just, like, empty, because my, I just can't handle it. Yeah. It's too much. And also just, like, doing what feels good, I think, is important. Yeah. Like, I know that there's the whole concept how you're supposed to do it so that it becomes the path of least resistance so that you actually, it's harder for you not to do it. But, I don't know, for me lately, it's been nice to just do whatever, like, I I feel like I need mm-hmm. um, and, like, would feel good in the moment. So, but, I don't know, it's very interesting. We don't because, always have that luxury, though. You know? I know. Especially in college. Well, I feel like yeah. we talked about this in the past couple of episodes, but it's, that's... Like, we're getting towards the end of the semester, yeah. and I'm really feeling the pressure here. Right. Like, I don't pressure feel like doing any of these right. things, and so I have no motivation, and then I can't yeah. do anything that I want to do, because the motivation just isn't there. Yeah, I think it's hard to, like, just create that divide between, like, things that you enjoy and things that might be, like, draining your energy at this point, because, like, then you, like you said, you might lose motivation for the things that you did previously enjoy, which I totally I will say, I do have, I think I have a slightly different point of view when it comes to doing things that like make you happy and all that kind of stuff. Because me specifically, I am over at Sebastian's house constantly and I'm there until like two in the morning and yeah, I'm having fun. I'm smoking weed. We're hanging out with the girls. We're having a fun little time, Mm -hmm. but that's not what's beneficial for me. What's good, like what's, what makes you happy and what's beneficial for you on a self-care level are yes. two completely different things. I wanted to talk about totally. this. I want totally. to go hang out with my friends until 2 in the morning. Do I know that I have an 8 a.m. in the morning and I should be getting to bed at a reasonable time so I'm well rested and ready for the morning? Oh, absolutely. Do I do that? No, no. I do not. 
And yeah. that's where it, it gets to that level where you're like, yes, I am having fun and I'm loving the time and I'm spending time with my friends. You know, I'm a senior, I'm going to be graduating soon. I'm not going to see them as constantly as I do right. now. But what comes to that is I also need to think about myself. As yeah. I move forward, as I progress mm -hmm. into whatever I'm doing, mm -hmm. if I am not ready and I am not allowing myself the time that I need to prepare myself for the real world, life, getting a career, going, I mean, I'm, I have plans to like go abroad and teach English in Japan. Mm -hmm. I'm not in the mental space to do that right now. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it's, it's allowing myself the time where I can form those habits that I know are beneficial for me rather than only doing things that will provide good like a good time or like a, a, a temporal like, yeah let's talk yeah. about that let's kind of yeah. like divvy it up what are some things that you do Meg that like um that you could separate into those two categories yeah I think this is something I talked about in my goals of you episode okay ago. um I basically talked yeah, about yeah, yeah. yeah the difference between self-care that feels good in the moment and then feels good for yourself in the future like so doing first stuff mm -hmm. Doing for stuff. <laughs> Doing stuff for yourself that's, like, you would normally procrastinate, um, you know, because some self-care things don't feel good in the moment at first. Like, getting yourself, that's like, sure. off your couch to do whatever. <clears throat> to go to the gym. Um, yeah, sure. Gym. And, like, to not procrastinate assignments that, that you know will, like, uh -huh. give you anxiety and stress later. That's self-care, okay, uh, I think. Being like, music right now. <laughs> like, totally being able is. to just do stuff that your future self will thank you for, I think, totally. is a good difference. But yeah, that's huge. Like temporary bliss compared to like yeah. So future, I think actual beneficial to all the listeners out there when you're trying to decide, okay, is this a form of self care? Really, actually, think okay. Am I <clears throat> gonna thank myself for this in the future? Yeah. Am I gonna say you know what? I'm really glad I took those ten minutes to myself to eat a bowl of cereal in the morning before I went to class, mm -hmm. or am I gonna thank myself for doing this face mask? Yeah. You know, tomorrow. No, I probably won't think about it ever yeah. again. You know, skincare for me has become self care just because it's that time that I can like not think about anything else other than just That's like good. decompress, feeling it, like just decompressing. <laughs> but I think when it comes to like some of the more artificial Instagram worthy self care tips of like you know buying that donut at the grocery store or like taking yourself on a coffee date or stuff. Yeah, are you gonna that beat yourself actually up for might that stress later. yourself out like when you're doing your finances at the end of the month. Or something. Yeah, so if you or sometimes, think to the future, how will my future self think of this? Yeah, exactly. Like sometimes people are like, you know what? I've been eating really healthy all week. Mm -hmm. I'm going to eat this donut. Because I deserve it. Because I deserve it. And then later on you're like, oh my gosh, I hate myself for eating that donut. Yeah. You know, I find myself doing that. I've recently learned that I deserve it culture is so, so terrible. Whack. It's toxic. Because you, oh my God. you're literally depriving yourself of your basic needs until you say, I have earned this basic need. I have yeah. earned going to bed early. No, you no. you haven't earned it. You, like, that's something you need. That you is know? something you are born to deserve. Exactly. <laughs> it's, see, deserve <laughs> is such a hard word because I it's so ingrained so in our culture because you're like, you deserve as a human to go to bed early, but deserve, like, comes with the connotation that you have had to work towards it. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to do that. That's how you, huge. How you talk to yourself is... Self-talk. Is essential. I didn't I, want to bring up that up, like affirmation. Self-talk is self-care. Self-talk is self-care self because if you, if you do not have a Positive good relationship with yourself, it, it, that's only at your deficit. If you pour yourself constantly into, the, into others, uh, I was talking to one of my friends, one of my, one of my friends, 
my best friend who goes to UCLA. We're both seniors, and she was like having a t- like a terrible time trying to process. Like she finally found her friend group. She finally found the people that she can just get. Like mm-hmm. there are just on that same wavelength as her, and then now she has to leave them, and she was losing it. And I was just like, it's so easy for us to get emotional about moving on or doing whatever it might be with other people because you physically are putting a part of yourself into those other people. Yeah. When you leave those people, you are leaving a part of yourself behind. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's so hard for people and to invest in energy. Invest like it's so hard for people to move on on that level. But if you invest the same amount of time and effort that you do in your friends in yourself, that's mm-hmm. only to your benefit. It's yeah. only to your benefit just because how you talk to yourself, how you interact with yourself, is so essential and key. Because what I was doing um, was I I always said I need to do this. Right. I need to get up early. But now I need I want to work to. out. It's I want. Yeah. I want to get up early. I want to work out. I want to improve my quality yeah. of life mm-hmm. because that's, that's what I want to do for myself. Right. Yes. And the deserve it culture, the I need to do things, it only it, it allows you to get into that negative, negative kind headspace. of like yeah. headspace and point of view when it comes to stuff. Just as much of like we're in school and we're like learning about stuff that are very fascinating, but once you put it in that school environment, it becomes like you're boring. Like, no. You're like, oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, yeah, this that's, assignment. Yeah. Ew, no, totally. Yeah. But, so like when you when you put it into that category of like I need to be doing all this kind of stuff, it's a negative connotation already in your head. True. So that's why you avoid it. That's why yeah. you try and bat it away. That's Rather why than you saying try I want to... to do this because I'm here to learn and I'm passionate and this is going to benefit exactly. Exactly. my education. Exactly. Another like thing like that, I think we've touched on this a few times, just because it's a big one, is like labeling yourself in the moment, mm-hmm. even if it's in your mm-hmm. head, like saying I'm yeah. dumb because of something happened. So I think that kind of goes along with. There's something else. You introduced something else to me earlier. Uh, like I think it was probably a week or two ago. Oh, was you it said, the antonym? Yes, and so instead of when you're doing self talk, if you find yourself saying I'm dumb, I've taken to the thing of going. No, you're not dumb. You just made a mistake. I am brilliant. Whereas Meg introduced <laughs> to me that you should, rather than say, I'm not this. So she said, instead of saying, I'm not dumb, you would say, I am you brilliant. The opposite. You know, just to remind yourself. And just like saying affirmations to yourself. I think um, that's something we could talk about a little bit. You said um, the other week, you were like, if you want to learn to love yourself, like look yourself in the mirror and say, like, you look good. You yep. look fly. Yes. Like, you're going to kill this day. Like, you're going to go out there and do your best. Like, you said something like, like to that yeah. effect. I mean, it's all about perception in the sense that we, <laughs> we as a society, <laughs> we, we get force-fed the go-to regime of, like, what is, like, what is beautiful, what is good, right. what is, like, self-care, beauty what is this, what are beauty are. standards, mm-hmm. like, even, like, mental health standards, all that kind of stuff. True. We're force-fed a lie, pretty much. You can be beautiful, you can, you know, like, not to be cheesy, but, like, you know, you can, you learning to love yourself is a way of expressing who you are to the world at large. In in the sense that, <laughs> in the sense no, that, no, like, no. you you don't have to just conform to what society tells you is sure. correct. You, with self-care, there's always that level of personalization where what works for one person will not necessarily work for you. Absolutely. You need to take the time to not only sit down, identify the issues, identify where you've gone wrong, identify where you want to improve, but also a plan, a plan of attack, uh, like a way for you to go about that. And if you fail, you fail. 
And what you do after that is you say, I'm going to get back up. And make and a new I'm gonna, plan. I'm going to make a new plan, and I'm going to try again. Exactly. Yeah. That's just that's how all it functions. Yeah. That's literally, that's all you can do. So you just need to, and it's over time. That's why I'm so keen it's on so being gradual. patient with yourself, just because you're exactly. not going to know what to do first, like, thought. And exactly. you change so much over a year. Exactly. Especially if, like, exactly. you're um, intentional about it. Something I heard the other day, I don't remember who I heard it from, so sorry. Yep. <laughs> but um, it said, like, beauty is just another energy frequency to tap into. And I, like, literally oh, wrote it on my oh, mirror. Because yes. On my tiny little mirror that's, like, um, anyways, <laughs> it's, like, two by six inches. But um, I wrote it on there because, yeah, it just really resonated with me because I don't need you to, You can like, tap into your beauty. You can tap into your, your personal yes. beauty. People know when you are feeling yourself and when you're yeah. not, you know? If you go out and you're like, oh my like, god, I look like shit, I feel like shit, I'm like, terrible, I'm terrible at this. People are going to feel that energy from you. Like, exactly. personally, when I feel that, I'm like, I cannot be around this. I have to get away. Yeah. If you're going to keep telling yourself that you you sang this song and you sound bad or this and this like mm -hmm. I can't do it I can't take it you know you have to be able to realize that how you treat yourself also affects how other people and the universe is gonna see you you know exactly. those frequencies oh. are you can like tap into them like that like that's not the right word for it, but exactly. But yeah, it's like what kind of what goes around comes around. What you serve or what you dish what, out what gets you served back. Is going to be the True. perception of other people. Perfect. That's yes. The yes. Yes. You want to go in acting all mopey dopey, depressed as all shit. That's what you're gonna get that's back. That's what people are gonna look. That's what they're gonna be well, like. Well, and oh if my that's God. how you what you're seeing and what you're more like prone to identify in your environment and it's the whole like law of attraction thing the more totally. that you see in the world the more that reflects back to you mm -hmm. like the whole mirror concept <laughs> what you uh this concept is so interesting but i always have a hard time explaining it just like what you hate about yourself you'll start hating about other people and what you want mm -hmm. to be what you want to be more, like if I really want to be more confident, I'm going to be like maybe like jealous of someone that like is more confident totally. and open. Or not even necessarily jealous, just like, ooh, I really like that person. Like I want to be like a friend crush or something mm -hmm. because like that's what you want in yourself. So then it's like always a constant mirror. Yeah, I, I really think like that. To like kind of, I don't know, put that all in a word yeah. is like be less critical of yourself. Oh, okay, yeah. Because exactly. like people will see that yeah. in you. You know, especially as a musician, it's so mm -hmm. easy. To, mm -hmm. We're all musicians. It's so oh, easy to be oh, oh. so critical mm -hmm. about what you about what you hear. What you know, because you're like, oh, I could have done that way better. I know I sang that better before. That was terrible. You know, whereas I'm like, people aren't gonna know if that's bad, good or bad. Mm -hmm. Like music is music to people. Like, and if there's something that they don't like about it, they're not gonna yeah. be like, oh, actually, I didn't like the way you fell off of that note, and I wish that you would have made this a little more present in the track. You know, mm -hmm. people are, this is more about me, but like, well, people yeah, are, people are gonna be like, you know, I liked it, you know? Yeah. They're, like, they're and not gonna also, be like, I love it. The music it, but... that you produce is nowhere near going to resonate and be like enjoyable to everyone in this universe. Exactly. Like, you can only make it for yourself, and if people Your like art, it, in general, they're gonna like yeah. it, and they do like it. So, like, you're going on the right track, but, mm -hmm. like, create it for yourself. Exactly. Because otherwise, it, you know, people like peaches, but not everyone. Wait, you might be sweet, but not everyone like peaches. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, say that one more time. You might be the best peach, but not everyone likes peaches. That, okay, that makes more sense. I heard that when I was, like, Bars. seven. <laughs> you might be the best peach, but not everyone likes you peaches. You know what's hilarious? What's hilarious? Nicki Minaj is shook. 
Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's the most cheesy quote. But you know what's hilarious? When I was um, like in sixth grade, I saw like Instagram getting bigger and I got my iPad touch, iPod touch, um, and it was like just this little thing. It couldn't even take pictures yet Mm -hmm. because it was like 2012. Yeah. And I just um, like posted other people's inspiration photos and would like draw little quotes and like make little like pictures and stuff mm-hmm. and I would I had an inspiration account I wanted to be like an inspiration really? influencer yeah it was hilarious it was my, Magneal123 I had like a thousand followers Magneal I was on the up and up yes <laughs> it was on the up and up but I just remember oh that the God. other day and I was like wow my life has this emo key but like it was really funny I know the thing things always come back to you Anyways, no, yeah, I find myself, I have so many like random Twitter and Instagram accounts like just yeah. for different interests and for different yeah. things and some of them peter away and it's that's cool but it's like yeah. I always come back to trying to, I, I don't want to say get attention but put things out there uh, for yeah. people, you know, like like my tarot account. And it's motivating. Exactly. Your tarot account is so cool. What I is love it? it. Plug um, it. It's Tyrese's Tarot on Twitter. I'm not very active right now because I'm dying because of school, but I retweet Bruh, some He's things. really good. He's Bruh. in tune with the universe. Hey, it's a process, you know? It yeah, sure is. getting into it, but if it's something that you want to pursue, that's... We keep that's going. Only, it's only... That's the... Oh, oh it's my good, God, it's good, it's Mama. Good. You only continue learning. Yes. You only continue learning. If you allow your brain and you allow yourself to be open to a subject that is just resonating with you on a different For wavelength sure. than anything mm-hmm. else... And you want to put your time and energy into that, whatever it might be, you will only continue to learn. Mm-hmm. That's just how things work. Um, exactly. Oh, I love that. I do want to say something about, uh, like, in the like terms of self care and failure. They go hand in hand because we, as human beings, as a, as just people, we fail a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy for you to be wrapped up. I, oh my God, I still struggle with it, but back in my heyday, I had a like crippling fear fear of failure just because what you're brought up as you have to be that, that perfect student you have to get your great, great grades all that kind of stuff it's that entire like shebang that you're sold when you're younger and mm-hmm. since you're impressionable and you're young you don't know any better that's what that's what becomes your reality exactly so fearing failure especially when it comes to your own benefit and your own self life and life and path is devastating if you don't have the correct like whole um, mindset going into it I know we've talked about like not being so critical in yourself, but what people need to know and what I need to continue to remind myself is that when I do fail, it is not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. It is not like I'm not, I shouldn't be like completely and utterly devastated. That's yeah. just life. That's how it functions. Mm-hmm. The only key thing for you to do is to get back up and try again and try until you get it to the point where you are most comfortable with it and you, it, it, it's helpful for you. Mm-hmm. So, don't be afraid of uh, f- um, failure. failure. Um, right. I think See, I well, you have a great When part. you were saying that, it Ooh. reminded me of this, um, this tweet that I saw earlier this week. And it said, are you living your life or are you living an aesthetic? And do you even mm-hmm. know the difference? Tea. The difference mm-hmm. is, in your life, you're going to fail. In an aesthetic, it's going to look great and awesome. You know, mm-hmm. That's not what life is. Are you trying to live a life or an aesthetic? Really, Instagram is not a life. That's, that's, so true. that's been a huge like journey uh this is kind of off topic but that quote reminded me of um just like the sustainability journey i'm on and just like becoming more low impact because i have a decent amount of eco anxiety <laughs> um just mm-hmm. because of what's happening to our planet 
um, and just like how my yeah. actions affect that, which is like kind of a hard cycle to get out of. Um, but like the whole aesthetic and the whole Instagram of it, but like just trying to be more practical about it. I think that can be completely applied to self-care too. Just like it doesn't need to be so beautiful and so like, ooh, I sage my room and I light my candles and I'm holy. But like, <laughs> I, don't have to be, I don't have to be all so like perfect about it. It can just be what's practical and what you can make time for and what works for you. Right. It the, doesn't have to be the Twitter. The moment version. you saw that facade of Instagram or social mm-hmm. media to yourself, it's over. Over mm-hmm. for Done. you. It's like, oh, oh. <laughs> And even then, kind of relating back to like failure and fear of that, I remember, I don't know where I found this quote, um, but back in the day, uh, it was, behind every fear is someone you want to be. <gasps> so going about it that way, mm. where you fear, like, and I guess in my case, uh, way back when I have and had have I don't, I don't I can't speak um stage fright <laughs> oh my god crippling stage fright but that's because I I loved singing so much but like doing it by myself was like mind-numbingly mm-hmm. terrifying mm-hmm. um and I've you know I've tried to like break through that wall I've like obviously been taking like voice lessons and whatnot I've been doing more solos, so all hard. that kind of stuff but <laughs> like it, it gets to that so point where like secretly deep down you have your dreams you have your visions totally. whether they might be the most extravagant thing in the world they are your dreams and yeah. you fear that just because you fear that you can't achieve that but uh. why why would you fear something that you want to achieve if you twist that kind of mindset and you make it into something where like, oh my God, I'm afraid. I mean, like practical fears, like being alone or whatever, that kind of stuff. If you twist it and make, make it that like, I'm, I'm making myself fear having a happy life. That is not what we need to be doing right now. I think sometimes people oh fear gosh. things that they can attain. That. I think sometimes people are afraid of afraid that they will achieve their goals and not have anywhere uh, to go. And after they them. don't. Yeah, they don't uh, have something else to like look forward to. Or exactly. but you're always growing and you're always exactly. making new goals for yourself. But when I you're, mean, that's just how it is. When you're wrapped up in fear in your own mind, yeah. you are not thinking that. You are no. only thinking, yeah. oh my god, I'm losing it. Uh, yep. So yeah, yeah, and then like, where do I go from there, kind of thing. Dude. Wow. Stage fright for me is a really big thing, and I haven't really been able to shake it. But, I mean, I've definitely gotten a lot better from freshman year, mm-hmm. so. See, for me, stage fright is such a strange thing, because it's like, it depends on the um, scenario, like, okay. in the situation. Like, singing in acapella, I'm like, great, I don't have no stage fright. <laughs> I'll belt out this solo or whatever. Same. But then, when I'm, like, doing a part check in Shrine... Oh my it's gosh, so stage fright, my body freezes up, yeah. I can't breathe. There's definitely a spectrum. It's yeah. so strange. And it's hard because even if your mind, like, even if you, like, keep repeating, like, I'm, everything's like, fine. I know this. I know good, my part. I'm, I'm memorized. Your body just can't let it go. No. It's so strange. That, that'd be a and really good topic. That'd be a really good topic. Zero. Can we make that our, yeah, I would love our to. singular topic for, because that's our next one. I think it's just you and I. Yeah. For fear. That'd, oh be, that'd be a really good yes, one. Yes, just fear, honestly. Uh, I mean, it's a lot it's a of thing. <laughs> It's there. Constantly. <laughs> ah, I do but, have a point with self-love. Okay. If you want to, if you would indulge me. Self-love, okay. Well, I have a very convoluted, another convoluted quote. I asked my family members and people who, like, really quotes. resonate with me, mm-hmm. like, their favorite quote. I mean, my mom's, like, religious, so I was like, girl, Bible verse, I don't give a fuck. Let me, let me know. And one of my brothers uh, said uh, that this was his favorite quote, and it's a lengthy one, so bear with me, people. Uh, you must look within yourself to save yourself from your other self. Only then will your true self reveal itself. 
Rather than finding your place in the world, first find yourself and there will be your place. Ah, yes. A lot yes. of selves in that one. But pretty much what I take away from that quote every time I read it is we do so much to impress others and not mm -hmm. to impress ourselves. Learning to love yourself is a very convoluted and complex thing to wrap your mind around and it's, a, it's something that you work on until the day that you pass on into whatever realm you go to next. And uh, with that being said, self-love is, is essential if you want to live a content and happy life because you cannot, to, you can to an extent find like love and satisfaction and appreciation in others and other things and anything external. But at the end of the day, when all that is gone, when nothing is there and it's only you and yourself, mm -hmm. you're the only thing that you got. Yep. And period. With period. Uh, and with that, it's just, it's that level of giving yourself time and uh, allowing yourself to open yourself to not only things around you that might interest you that you're afraid of, but also addressing things that have you fucked up. Excuse mm -hmm. my language. Um, that were no, just like so really, can we tag all of them as explicit <laughs> okay. just in case. Um, just like addressing your traumas, addressing the things that you like that that have had an impact, whether positive or negative, in your life, both past, mm -hmm. present, and future. Mm -hmm. Not not like only focusing on the past and future. You need to be present with yourself. Mm -hmm. You need to allow yourself to experience and think what's and feel what's going on around you and your present environment. Mm -hmm. And know at the end of the day, this might be a harsh statement, but it's something that I hold true to myself as of late and it's opened my mind up. At the end of the day, your traumas and your experiences are your responsibility. No one else is going to go out of their way. I mean, I mean, maybe they will, but like to no one else you. is going to heal you. Mm -hmm. No one else is going to address that besides yourself. As the great yeah. Dr. Copley said, it is not your fault, but it is, it is your, your problem. problem. Exactly. Yeah. And so, if like you're only living for the past or only like thinking about the past, only living for the future, then what are you living for? Like you need to live for. There's it. nothing to live yeah. for because you're not present in what you're doing. True. So loving yourself, again, it's a giant hullabaloo that yeah. we all obviously... I'm sure we could do a whole episode yeah. on this again. Oh, sure. A yeah. whole nother. Exactly. But I mean, if anything, parting words is uh, yeah. just, yeah, addressing what you need to address and not only addressing it, putting it into action because most definitely it's all you, it's all up to you, girly. That's just how it works. Exactly. And making that time. Well, that was a lot. That was really good. <laughs> but it was so good. Oh, so this week for our read, watch, listen, we have one, one of each. So starting with Luke. Okay. Read. This is a read. I really don't want to butcher the author's name because uh, I know I'm going to. Okay, so you can just spell it. Uh, it's Pema, P-E-M-A, C-H-O-D-R-O-N. Uh, uh, it's called Taking the Leap, Freeing Ourselves from Old Habits and Fears. It's a very, like, Buddhism approach. Uh, I mean, that's, like, her practice. <laughs> and it's very centered on, like, her mindset and, like, the, her like way through like meditation and stuff that that's okay. up her alley but even then just as a general read it's very short it's only like a hundred ish pages like not long at all uh and it's very eye-opening and i would encourage anyone who ever wants to just have that time to yourself resonate with something different and um yeah it's a really great book i do love it 
Can I borrow that from you? Yeah. When you're finished? Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. For okay. sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, wait, just watch. I'm watch. So mine is a watch. Um, it's victorious on Netflix <laughs> because it has saved my life this week. It's so great. Um, it's just like one of those shows that you just laugh at. Yeah. And you, you don't know how they came up with it. And but Ariana they did. Grande is in it. They yes, and us. Ariana Grande. Which blew my mind. I She's... only found that out like a week ago. Really? And I was like, this is that. This is that. Yeah. Like, She's great. Her being absolutely batshit insane. I love it. Okay. <laughs> Her and Liz Gillies. Mmm. And Leon Thomas. Anyways, Victorious on Netflix. And Meg has a listen for us. I have a listen. It's called Holy by Jamila Camila. I don't know. Woods. <laughs> and it's just really empowering. Like, the lyrics are just really good. And it will make you feel yourself. I know that like, song, actually. You... Really? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I never yeah. heard that. Okay, that All was right. super good. Thank you so much for coming yes. on. Yes. Like, I can't even express how grateful I am Thank for this for conversation. Sure. Honestly, yeah, honestly, I, I live for like chats like this. So if y'all ever want me again, let girl Honestly, or just, or just or just or just say or if y'all just want to you know sit down, talk, shoot the shit, whatever it might be, I'm ready to rumble. Great. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You're the best. Thank you. You're like, mm. but you're just a very supportive person. Yeah, I'm the mom and I really friend. appreciate. Just, I need people to realize their worth. It yeah. Just, I just need to realize mm-hmm. my own. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. Follow us at Fresh Slate Pod on Twitter. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.